Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but can't wait. I don't know why I said, but can't wait, but I, I got a small brain and I got confused. Anyway, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A good pos- podcaster would have said, you know what? We need to stop and restart. But I said, you know what? Fuck that shit. Let's just keep going to see what happens. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, my son is in the background. If you hear him giggling every now and then, um, I'm pro- it's probably because I'm damaging his little mind. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not talking to you, boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, hope you guys are having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Can't wait. I'm going to do some headlines. And then, you know what? I'm just going to, there's so many things. We're going to do rapid fire. You know what we need to do right now. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go. Let's go. And now. Here are the headlines. Well, the NFL and NFL teams announced that uh, that they've selected the New York Jets to serve as this year's team on Hard Knocks. So that's exciting. I guess it's kind of a no-brainer. Let's be honest. You got Aaron Rodgers starting off his uh, tenure with with the the Jets after leaving the Packers. So that's going to be cool. Plus, you got the drama of Zach Wilson, who, you know, is a young, cocky quarterback that likes to mouth off. So that should be exciting uh, to see all the drama that unfolds. And, you know, obviously with the cameras being everywhere, starting July 19th, it, it should be great TV. Everybody's going to tune into this one. Plus, it's the Jets. I mean, uh, honestly, I'm not a huge Jets fan, but I would like to see that organization turn around. And if you got a front row seat to seeing how the atmosphere changes there with Aaron Rodgers being present, I think that's kind of cool. I mean, if somehow the Jets get turned around and be and they become a force to be reckoned with. And it started, you know, in your living room, essentially, as you watch them at training camp on Hard Knocks. I think that's kind of cool. But what I will say is be prepared. Be prepared because you're going to have Aaron Rodgers talking about psychedelics and how it benefits his life. God, but the NFL is going to love that shit. And Zach Wilson always trying to bang somebody's mom because that's what he's known for. He's not known for being a great quarterback. No, he he's known for banging his best friend's mom. Kind of a weird thing to be known for. I'll tell you what that means later, okay? It's going to be a weird conversation. <laughs> but this could be the greatest hard knocks ever. Man, could you imagine? Oh, let's talk to, uh, hey, Stoner DeHuff. Stoner DeHuff, what's your take on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? You know, being on hard knocks. (laughs) Man, it's going to be so mind-blowing. The trees are going to tell a story about the man who rode a bicycle that was made of the earth, man. And then a giant hippo stole the bike, and the trees were, like, so scared. What the fuck does that mean, stoner to huff? Jesus, go away. Oh, my God. Uh, Connery, Connery, you're you're running around here. What do you think about Zach Wilson 
uh, you know, being on hard knocks for the Jets. That's kind of interesting. Well, that's great. I, I'm excited to see my protege go up there because if anybody knows about banging somebody's mother, it's me. And I took him under my wing and taught him the way. You taught Zach Wilson the art of banging somebody's mom? That's right. Hey, speaking of that, how's your mother? She's good, Connery. Why do you ask? Because I banged her last night. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Connery. Go to hell. Hope you burn. Hope you burn, man. Hope you burn. I don't know. Anyway, I, let me know if you're excited about it. I'm sure there's going to be a plenty of drama, especially there's been points where I want to say as the season ended, Zach Wilson said that he was going to make whatever veteran's life that comes in to fight for the starting position at quarterback. He was going to make their life a living hell. So good luck with that one. It's freaking Aaron Rodgers, who is a brilliant mind and doesn't take shit from anyone. And he's a pretty good fucking player too. So there's plenty of potential drama in this. If, if talking football for a second, Zach Wilson really needs to absorb this. But that being said, Aaron Rodgers isn't going in there to be a role model for anybody. He's going in there to win games. So he's not going to be sitting there be like, Hey, Zach, Come here. Let me put you under my wing. Let's teach you about this. This is how you read a, a defense and blah, blah, blah. Peyton Manning didn't do that either because they don't need to. Their job is to play like they're the only ones on the team that can play the position, and that's the way it should be. Now, that being said, if I'm a backup quarterback, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to pick his brain as much as I can but not be a nuisance to him. So, there's a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson because, honestly, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be around that that much. I mean, he maybe a year or two, I would say, that he's going to end up with, you know, with the Jets. So it, it's Aaron Rodgers. He has to put the pedal to the metal, just like Peyton Manny did when he came to the Denver Broncos. It was a big culture change for the Denver Broncos when he showed up. He came in and just tightened every freaking nut and bolt. That's what he did. That's what Aaron Rodgers has to do. And listen, Aaron Rodgers is known as a good quarterback, but he's not known as a great quarterback because of what comes at the end of the resume. What are your accomplishments? Well, you got records and stuff, but you don't have, what does he have, one championship? Which is still good, but it's like, he needs another ring on that finger. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Can't wait to watch it. Let me know your thoughts. Podcast at gmail.com or at Podcast on social media. Uh, a few episodes ago, I talked about Burger King and possibly do, they're doing a Blue Beetle burger. And I said, if this is true, this is kind of a, <laughs> it's going to be kind of gross. Well, it, it does look like that it's kind of a publicity stunt by a DC and Blue Beetle, and they kind of teamed up with with um, Burger King. So it, it's kind of funny. But that being said, Burger King is doing this in Thailand. They have a, a sandwich with 20 slices of American cheese. There's no meat. No meat on this burger. It's a disgusting hunk of 
meat in between sandwich buns. Jackson, would you eat that? Would you? That seems good. And by the way, how's your mother? Hey, get out of here, you little scamp. God, he just tried to do Connery on me. You little shit. Don't tell mom I called you a little shit. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, <laughs> was not expecting that. That's funny. Good job. But that's disgusting. Let's be honest. A, a, a sandwich with 20 slices of cheese in between two buns. That is so disgusting. So consuming this product will end in one of two ways. Severe backup or a volcanic eruption in your anus. That's what's going to happen if you consume this. Because it's funny. There's certain people that you, you talk about eating a lot of cheese and they're like, yeah, that's going to back you up. I'm the opposite on that one. If I eat that, uh, if I eat even a quarter of that, I'm going to be in the bathroom, uh, you know, crying and rocking back and forth going, why does it burn so bad? <laughs> it wasn't even spicy. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. It ha it's getting mixed reviews on there. And that's kind of what they want. That's what Burger King does. They, they change up stuff like that. And that's okay. They're getting their name out there. It's not horrible. Some people, it, it's kind of like a grilled cheese sandwich in a way. Although it didn't look like it was melted cheese. And they should melt it. But 20 slices of cheese is, is way too much. People are going to die. <laughs> Could you imagine how he died? He died because he ate one of those, uh, allegedly, Burger King sandwiches with 20 slices of cheese on it. Was there any meat? No, just cheese. Oh, my God. What happened? Well, he ate it. That is, it, it didn't even, the volcanic... Uh, eruption of the anus didn't even make it to his anus. It just blew up his stomach. He just blew up. <laughs> so gross. I tweeted that out, and Mike wrote in saying, just looking at these, uh, uh, I'm on the toilet holding on for dear life. I know, Mike. I know. I'm right there with you. They're also doing, I think it's in Brazil. Yeah, it's in Brazil, Burger King, where they're doing a special for the Barbie release where it, I think they don't tell you what it is, but I'm guessing it's the ketchup. They make it look pink, like Barbie, Barbie pink. And to be honest, if if you had to choose between eating 20, eating 20 slices of, of American cheese in between two buns or eating a Barbie-themed uh, cheeseburger, if you had to choose and, you know, it's just ketchup that's pink, obviously you're going to go with the Barbie one. You're less likely to have some sort of catastrophic bowel movement, okay? <laughs> well, no matter, no matter if it backs you up or just fully releases on you. Either way, I think the smart choice would be the Barbie burger. I don't know. I don't know. It's gross. I, I just, it, it's weird that Burger King does this, but I, I can't hate on them because at least they're just trying to have some fun with life and just trying to, you know, Hey, let's not just be a burger joint. Let's have fun with our product. I like that. I appreciate that. So good job, Burger King. Keep it up. I like that. Plus, I like your burgers. Okay? If I could get a free uh, uh, bacon burger, that would be fantastic, Burger King. You're welcome. I don't know why I'm saying you're welcome to you. To you. you sh I should be saying thank you. 
<laughs> Beware of the internet apocalypse. It's on the horizon. What's the internet apocalypse? Well, it's something that some some people are saying that could possibly happen. So experts are claiming that the sun is going to hit a hit the peak of its latest solar cycle in 2025 and a solar storm will be heading Earth's way as a result. It by the way, this has happened 25 times since recorder recording began back in 1755. So it's not like an unheard of thing. But some experts are panicking because the current cycle has ramped up much faster than normal and has seen more sunspots and eruptions than experts had forecasted. So they're saying this could be a little bit more than we're used to. Solar storms, by the way, contain electromagnetic pulses, and that can affect grid systems. They could experience blackouts, also potentially an internet apocalypse. Apocalypse! If I was a good podcaster, a good show, I would have sound effects. We'll see if I do that in post-production. Most likely, no. <laughs> the end of the internet could be in 2025, is what there's, some people are fearing. Obviously, the internet and everybody that's on social media is, is adding to this chaos, but it isn't far-fetched and if you think about it let's say that we did have a an internet apocalypse think about everything that you use on a daily basis or weekly basis that you interact with that uses some sort of internet or or satellite because that's what it would do it'd be knocking out satellites and, and a whole bunch of other shit Banking systems would ha run into a lot of issues. Phones, yeah, they're basically fucked. Credit card systems, yeah, yeah. Good luck getting uh, exact change from <laughs> the guys at the uh, at your local Chipotle. Oh, what? Why did you give me a nickel? <laughs> My brain can't handle it. That you're. <laughs> have you ever done that? Like your total is eight. Oh, three and they give you and you give them like ten dollars and five cents and they're like uh, i don't know what to do just give me two dollars and two cents please jesus <laughs> it's not that hard buddy yeah anyway uh so that's going to be it, it's going to be chaotic in a lot of places because a lot of systems rely on internet and constantly being connected to the internet not all of them some of them just need to be connected at certain times in order to get updates or run certain features. GPS is going to be fucked, so now you're going to have people just, uh, you know, trying to go old school, go buy some maps. That wouldn't be a bad thing to invest in is roadmaps. I was trying to explain that to my son when we went to La Junta. Back in the day, you know, I, when I worked at Safeway, I did some IT work for them when I was like 18, 19 years old. And I would go on. That is true. Don't tell me what's true and what's not true, Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. I can do a Connery impression. <sighs> now I'm a smart ass. But anyway, uh, telling them that I would travel all across Colorado, up into Wyoming and stuff like that. And you just have a map. 
and I remember thinking it was so cool because I got one that was laminated, so it didn't get as worn as quickly as just uh, the regular paper maps. And, and it's interesting to go back to that. wouldn't be a bad thing. It would probably be better for our own mental uh, structure to actually have to do that and, and find the paths ourselves versus relying on a computer system to tell us you need to turn up here. You need to turn right here. So that that's going to be chaotic, especially for people that travel a lot. Only fans. What are what are the people with foot fetishes gonna do? Oh my god, no! Think of the foot fetish people. Damn it, they're gonna struggle the most. <laughs> All these people like me that have no skill sets uh, uh, are gonna be fucked. How am I gonna get my podcast out there? I know what I'll do. I'll just do the podcast on the side of the road, and I'll have a bucket for money. <laughs> I'd probably make a better living that way. <laughs> hey, who wants to hear me say the F word? <laughs> Put the money in the bucket, sir. Okay, thank you. Fuck off! <laughs> I should do that. I should just do that for fun. Uh, the the uncensored, on demand, but I'm on the side of the road. So I just, have, what do you want me to say, sir? <sighs> And I'm smoking a fake cigarette because I don't want to actually smoke a cigarette because it's disgusting. And I'll be like, what do you want me to say, sir? He's like, can you say, uh, go fuck your mother or I fuck your mother? Sir, that's not how I say it. But anyway, how is your mother? Because I banged her last night. And he's like, ah, that's funny. Here's a thousand dollars. Anyway, we got, we got, oh, you know what I'm going to do next? Let's get into some rapid fire because I got a whole bunch of stuff we need to rifle through quickly that's coming up next but first we're changing the game help your bets stay hot this summer at superbook sports the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to las vegas and now when you use that promo code mile high when you score up to you will score up to 250 dollars with their first bet bonus so win or lose superbook is going to match your first bet up to 250 dollars with that promo code mile high Go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app. Enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, and if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, you know what time it is. Let's do it. Let's get into some rapid fire. <laughs> It's rapid fire. Shout out to my little friends. You ready? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So we're just going to wing it? There's a big difference between winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's see what happens. All right, reading from the headlines, rapid fire style. I went on a nude cruise with 2,300 strangers. It cured my body image issues. Listen, if you have a body image issue and this works for you, go ahead. But this could actually backfire on you. You're stuck on a cruise, which lately, hey, the trend is let's fall off a cruise ship and get ate by sharks. That's a thing now. I feel like I've talked about that five times in 2023. We're not even through the year yet. That's ridiculous. So you're on a cruise ship. And then all of a sudden you realize, shit, there's over 2,000 people that are naked. 
and over 2,000 of those people shouldn't be naked because, eh, <laughs> gross. It's when you go on a like if, if you've ever been to a nude beach or anything like that, it's it's not a bunch of like super hot people, just people that are happy with their body. And I guess that's fine in a sense. But I, I, I don't know. I don't like looking at myself naked. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of weird if I just sat there and was just like, "Ooh, look at me go. <sighs> Damn, I look good. I'll be downstairs in a minute for dinner. Sitting here looking at this gorgeous thing. Oh, yeah. It. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is this is like really putting yourself into the fire. If you got body image issues, it, it, is it looking at people that shouldn't be naked that makes you feel good about yourself? <laughs> is that what it is? Or that you're just like letting things fly, letting your freak flag fly? I guess if it works for you, just not the not the avenue that I would like to go down. I honestly, then my luck, I'd be, I would probably see somebody that is attractive and then everybody know that I thought that they were attractive. Be like, uh Oh, could you stop looking at her, sir? <laughs> like what? Oh, ah, shit, <laughs> shit. My bad. My bad. I have flashbacks of when I was in like high school, like <laughs> wearing gym shorts all the time and just have no restrictions. And my buddy Eric was just like, he used to call me Huffy. He'd be like, Huffy, Huffy, cover that shit up. I'm like, what? Oh, it's pointing. It's pointing. <laughs> a rattlesnake had life-saving surgery after swallowing a mouse trap. <laughs> First of all, what a dumb snake. There's a mouse trap, bro. Don't eat it. I don't care if there is a mouse on it. And two, uh, it's evil. Snakes are evil. <sighs> Don't like them. Don't like them one bit. Man, uh, think of the resources used to save a rattlesnake. And yes, I appreciate the fact that rattlesnakes and other snakes consume rodents. That's a huge thing. Because if you didn't have snakes, we'd have a major, major rodent problem in this world. So I appreciate them. That being said, they're the fucking devil. They're a slithery devil. Don't save its life. Christ. <laughs> Sorry. I had Chad. Remember when we had Chad Brown on this podcast? I want to say episode 23, something like that. And Chad, who's a huge nut about reptiles, he has his own company, Ship Your Reptiles. And you should check him out if you're into reptiles because he can help you ship, uh, ship them or receive them, stuff like that. Really cool. Great company. But anyway, I hate snakes, and we had him on. He had some great snake stories. Go check it out. Hilarious and just crazy to wrap your mind around some of the stuff that he's done. But when you talk to him, you can appreciate snakes. But that being said, the further I get away from that conversation with Chad, the more I hate snakes again because they freak me the fuck out. I, I just, ugh, ugh. And then you sit there and you save his life. Because the dumb motherfucker ate a mouse in a mouse trap? No, thank you. No, thank you. What is an eargasm? Doctor reveals why the happy button gets triggered. Apparently, people can have an, uh, an orgasm via their ear? Okay. Okay. That changes up dating routines. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're... I, I didn't read the article, but I got the headline. So apparently, ear fucking is a thing. 
<laughs> what are you doing to my ear? <laughs> Sorry, I'm almost done. Is it in? Like, first of all, how small is it if it's going in my ear canal? Actually, keep going. I got a, I got a waxy, uh, you know, ear nugget up in there. So if you could pop that thing out, <laughs> that's gross. That's so gross. What an image. <laughs> Floating gold worth five hundred fifty-two thousand dollars washes up inside sperm whale in astonishing find. That's just that's that's kind of interesting. What a have you ever seen the just, all actually the only thing I can think of now is just have you ever seen those videos where uh, a beached whale dies and if they don't deal with it soon, basically all the gases start building up in the stomach and then it'll eventually explode. Google that. You're welcome. <laughs> it's disgusting. Just all of a sudden, pow, whale guts everywhere. Hey, look, gold. <laughs> Oh, so gross. Former, uh, former Nebraska missile silo is for sale after a YouTuber renovation. I think that would be kind of a cool thing. I actually did click a little bit on this and read. It's, uh, it's not as expensive as you would think. I want to say it's expensive, but still, it would be kind of a neat thing to, to own if you had disposable income. I want to say it's like $700,000. The downside is it does have a full kitchen, but it only has three, uh, three-fourths bathroom. So I'm not even sure what that means. It's a toilet and maybe a stand-up shower is what they're trying to say. I don't know. It would be kind of a neat thing. The YouTuber renovated it. It looks pretty cool. Would you do that? I think that would be kind of a, a cool thing. The problem is you're in Nebraska. <laughs> Listen, if you've given up on life and you hate people, move to Nebraska and buy that missile silo and just live down there. Be great. Great. And a woman unlocks a new fear in people after sharing the theory that we never really die. She's actually talking about that one theory, the, oh yeah, quantum immortality. That's what she's talking about. I've actually done an episode on that. Basically, all it's saying is it's not really a new fear. Do some research, lad Bible. I've actually discussed it. But anyway, the theory is when you die, what happens is your energy, your quote-unquote soul or whatever, pops into another para a parallel universe, and you just continue living. That's what it is. It's, it's another theory of what happens when you die, and I don't know why people would be fearful of this, because you would just keep on going. And it, just like any religion, you want something with an end result and you you don't want the fear of nothingness. And, and that's really kind of what a lot of uh, religion and, and what happens when you die theories come from is you don't want the fear of nothing happens. You die and you just don't exist anymore. You're literally in the ground and your consciousness, everything fades away. It's a sad uh, concept to think about. And if we all really thought about it, it's interesting to think. If, if we all thought 
that basically you live, you die, and that's it, and there's no afterlife? Would we be better people? Would we be trying to enjoy life and embracing life a little bit more? Because we we really are realizing the idea of this is all you get. There is no afterlife, blah, 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 blah. Do you think that people would be better? That's kind of an interesting th- thing to think about. Could you, if if you can allow yourself, and, I, and listen, if you're religious, that's fine, but allow yourself for this, you know, little quote-unquote study right now with the podcast is could you allow yourself to imagine what your mentality would be like if what you've been taught from a very young age and what you currently believe is that nothing happens after you die and you literally, you're shut off and that's it. You don't exist anymore. How do you think you would live your life? Do you think you would be a little bit more embraceive of life, you know, the moment? Would you embrace the moment a little bit more? Or would you be reckless and disobedient towards rules because you don't feel like there's a consequence where, like, some people believe you'll go to heaven, some people believe you'll go to hell, depending on your actions on earth. So it's an interesting thing to think about, a little, I guess, in a sense, a, a little game to play with your own mind. How would we approach life? It's fascinating. Well, with this theory, it's just like you, the the the. I guess in a weird way, I I can kind of see how the fear would be like that you've died and you just don't realize it. You just popped into another reality, and you're continuing to move forward. So, like you could have died, like like I was joking that I when I capsized in Australia and almost got ate by sharks, um, that I could have died that moment. But based on that theory is I could have died, but then I just regenerate essentially into an alternate or a parallel universe at that exact moment. But I'm alive now and then I continue on and I, you would never know. It's, it's a weird thing to think about. I, I don't know. I, mm, I think it's more interesting to think about the idea that how would we react if we didn't if we all accepted the idea that that nothing happens after you die it's a really sad way to look at it honestly i like the idea of thinking that there's something beyond because it's a little bit more happy it's very depressing to think about the idea of there's nothing i think we all Secretly, whether we want to admit it or not, you you hope that there is something beyond here. Whether that's true or not, nobody really nobody really knows. So anyway, let me know your thoughts on that. DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on my socials at DeHuffPodcast. I need to get used to saying DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. Both work. Uh, I just have it, you know, I try to simplify it for you guys. So you, a lot of people forget how to spell uncensored. Yeah. And I'm not making fun of you. There's times where I f- forget how to, I'm like, wait, am I spelling it right? <laughs> so Duff podcast 
at gmail.com. If you want to interact with the podcast, I love it when you do. I love it when you do. Just go ahead, hit me up, hit me up, and uh, I'll get you try to work you in. It's the Huff Uncensored. I really appreciate each and every one of you guys for supporting the podcast. You guys make this thing run. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Whether you're you're here in Colorado or you're somewhere else around the United States or even the world. I'm very popular in in India, which is bizarre. <laughs> I am. Or there I have a few people in Ireland that listen, so thank you guys. Top of the morning to you. Oh, look at here. It's a, you're drinking a point, aren't you? Getting in a fish fight area. Oh, what'd you say about me, mom? I tend to go to the way they speak. It's it's bizarre how good I am. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I appreciate wherever you're listening. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. You you guys are amazing. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.